0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.
1: What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be
0: here flanked by Aaron Larsseul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get it.
1: it.
0: I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP.
2: I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars in LeBron
1: and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board.
0: The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other.
1: Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review.
0: Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Yes. Dan, Dan Patrick. Patrick Season's greetings from all of us At the Dan Patrick Show Only the best people work on holidays
1: Dan and the Danettes are off is what we do for the holidays.
0: <laughs> but the Dan Patrick Show continues. Straight on into twenty twenty. Uh
2: who here has their house decorated?
0: Yeah, we got all kinds of special things that we have like around the door and can you bring in a snowflakes. picture? Yeah, I can take a picture.
2: Yeah. He brings in a company to decorate his house for Christmas. I, I think I'm
0: less lazy more just I just know my limitations and I can't, uh, can't You can't see. hang some something up and another man can. That's correct. But the playoffs are approaching, and college bowl season is here. From the Mercedes-Benz Studios in Los Angeles, this is the Dan
1: Patrick Show.
2: Hour number two here on the Dan Patrick Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Jason McIntyre, joined by former UCLA star and 10-year NBA vet, Ryan Hollins. One hour down. Two to go. Uh, You know, we had so much fun that last hour, Ryan. I thought about texting the big bosses and saying, can we just tack an hour on the end of the show? Because we, I mean, we barely covered anything. We haven't got to the NFL, uh, college football. I mean, we basically did an hour on Lakers Clippers. Um, And listen, that game warranted it. Uh, But there is other stuff to get to. Like a story that dropped in The Athletic this week. Nice timing ahead of the Lakers Clippers game, of course. Uh, and the, uh, the crux of the story was Kawhi Leonard has built this narrative as, oh, he's such a humble superstar. He's just quietly goes about his business. The board man gets paid all that fun stuff, right? And then here we have in the story in the athletic, when Kawhi Leonard was talking to the Lakers, the guy he handpicked, not an agent, but his uncle, Uncle Dennis, sources say, the league was told that Uncle Dennis asked Lakers officials for part ownership of the team, a private plane that would be available at all times, a house, and, Ryan Hollins, this is last but certainly not least, a guaranteed amount of off-court endorsement money that they could expect if Leonard played for their team. That's a lot to take in. Ryan Hollins. Kawhi Leonard, can we officially call him a diva? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, not. Yeah. He did, he wanted a private plane. Listen. Not a diva move. Okay, got the it. The reason that
1: I say no, as an athlete, when you're hot, when you're on, brother, you have to take advantage. Kawhi Leonard is one of the most sought-after free agents that we had ever seen. And in fact, not only was he, was he sought after than Kevin Durant? No. Let me say this. Sought after in the sense that I believe his decision was actually up in the air. See, Kevin Durant's decision to me wasn't quite up in the air. It was just, it just fell down to certain circumstances. There's no one necessarily going to change or sway what Kevin Durant was doing. Now, ultimately, it looks Wait, no, like. no,
2: no, I don't mean Kevin Durant and Nets. I mean, when Durant left OKC. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, okay, I agree. Okay. I agree. But I think he, I think they had a handshake deal to the Warriors in season. Uh, I believe that that was already in play. A lot of these, and I believe when it comes down to Kawhi Leonard, he was actually available, but he was saying, well, Clippers are the girl I want to be with. But if I'm going to go home with you, Lakers, if I'm going to go home with you, Toronto. Lakers already you, had LeBron. You guys are going to have to sway me because I know with, it's going to come with oh, a lot of scrutiny. Ryan, right. And
2: by the way, sway, uh, uh by the way, um private plane, part ownership, a house and a guaranteed off court endorsement money all fall well outside the confines of the league's collective bargaining agreement. So. um So they didn't really go into these negotiations in good faith they basically out on ski masks that give us everything.
1: Pretty much. Or That's the only way I'm coming. That's the only way I'm coming. As an athlete, when you're hot, as I said earlier, you know there's a small window where it's going to happen, and especially with Kawhi Leonard. Keep in mind, Kawhi Leonard has never forgotten that year that he sat out in San Antonio, and he saw how quickly things changed. He saw how poorly he was treated and how poorly that the narrative had changed around him from every media outlet, every coach teammates, guys that he had spent his the beginnings of his career with had now thrown him completely under the bus. So now Kawhi went into this free agency after winning a championship, after doing the unthinkable, knocking off the Warriors due to injury. I I don't agree that they would have beat the the full-fledged Warriors. We both agreed to that and said, man, I have to get everything that I can get out of this. Now, it is the team's responsibility to say no and ultimately – He's not the first athlete to do this, Jason. He's not. Everybody's so appalled. You, my big problem here is that you found out what happened in the negotiations, and this happens every all the time. A lot of the time, and you don't hear about it. You never hear. And some of these incentives. exactly. her salty. Why are we hearing about Uh it here? So maybe it was a situation where Kawhi is such a hot. Talking point, because they're only mad when you're doing well. If Kawhi was stinking it up, nobody would care. They're only mad when you're doing well. Either was a deal, well, the Lakers pulled a salty move and leaked the information. Or it was just one of those things that can easily come up in conversation and spread like wildfire. Can you believe what he asked for? Can you believe what he asked? The plane, the house,
2: the everything. I can't believe you're defending this load management fraud. Let's turn back the clock and go to, you said San Antonio. They threw him under the bus. Ryan, I mean, you remember he was playing three on three, four on four in practice with Tony Parker and Manu that year that uh Kawhi Leonard said, yeah, I can't play. I'm hurt. And that's they didn't throw him under the bus. They were like, bro, he's running practice. He looks good at practice. He looks really sharp and he wasn't playing. That's a diva move. I don't want to play because of a degenerative knee injury. Get out of here. Nobody buys that. The Spurs doctors looked him up and down for like six months. This guy's ready to go. Wait, wait, Excuse me. For, forgive me. I didn't hear
1: you. You said whose doctors? Spurs. The one thing I'm going to tell you again oh, as an athlete, man. whenever you hear the team psychologist, the team doctor, they're on payroll for Who? The team. But it wasn't. uh, That's why you go out and get a second opinion. Oh, man, hey, sit down with this team psychologist. Everything's confidential. Tell him everything. As a player, we go in the locker room saying, man, you better not say anything to the team psychologist. Who's she getting paid by? The team. Okay,
2: but this is a guy who won finals MVP with them. He played for them for multiple years. He was the the heir to Tim Duncan. Here's the deal. And what incentive is there for these doctors to screw Kawhi?
1: Here's the deal. When you're a young guy in your career – And something happens to your body in which you cannot explain. I'm talking Kawhi Leonard. He had a situation. I saw it with J.J. Reddick when he was the first year with the Clippers. His quad was not firing. He had a level of it was a, a, a either a neuro deal or a patella, something in which he would play above the amount of time and that quad would just, it, it would, it would kind of go, go limp, go limp noodle was not working. And the first time in your career, you start to feel something with your body that's not right. It's a scary place to be in. And when you get out on the court and you attempt to go play, and we're talking Kawhi Leonard and you say, what's wrong with my knee? What's wrong with my leg? This doesn't feel right. And the answers you're telling me aren't equating to what's happening because doctor, I'm with you four or five hours a day doing treatment, getting rehab, doing all the little things. And it's not working out. So when I look at what San Antonio did, they were not empathetic to uh to what Kawhi Leonard had going on. And I get it. Manu Ginobili ran through both his knees and his ankles and had no problem long until he was he was over the age where he should have been playing. playing to Tony Tony, right? Tony Parker would
2: risk it all, hip, knee, whatever. Tim Duncan these guys would take are Hall last- of Famers, yeah. And guess what? That's just perfect. Ryan Hollins, what he's saying is perfect. All these guys were warriors. Kawhi never has played more than 74 games in a season. And you know the, the label on Kawhi Leonard was, he's, is he soft? Is he soft? He don't want to play. He don't want to push his body to the limits. He doesn't want to play his limits for a minute. This is a guy who came into the league and was like a sixth man with the Spurs for a minute. Okay? He's never played more than 74 games in his career. He's 28 now. Is it injuries? Is he soft? Is he... Uh, uh, I don't know. What is it? What's the problem with Kawhi Leonard? Why isn't he playing back-to-backs? Who is this guy, Joel Embiid? It's just frustrating as a fan. You're utterly
1: ridiculous. Oh, boy. You're absolutely absurd. Jason McIntyre, you're somebody, whether you consider me a good friend or not, I consider you a good friend. And I want you to know, uh, if he gets hurt, no one cares. What if he co- listen, listen. If Kawhi goes down and, right now. If, the lead big time. No, no, no. I'm talking about at the time, just in period. If, if Kawhi Leonard gets hurt and he can't be the best Kawhi Leonard that he can be, nobody cares. They move on. You're as good as done as an athlete. The reality when it comes to Kawhi Leonard, only you know your body. And when Kawhi gets on the floor, you all you see is this guy who's six eight, you know, two hundred, you know, forty forty thirty pounds. Uh, who can dribble, shoot, jump out the gym and you see his physical stature and nature. Only he knows how he feels. And it's an old school throwback mentality where you go out and you run yourself into the ground. And when you're no longer good, you, 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 you just, you, you go on. And there are only a few guys, few guys who can actually do that at a high level. And like, I'm glad you brought up Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan didn't have the injuries. That a lot of these guys have that the normal players have
2: in air quotes because we still don't know what's wrong with Kawhi. I have not gotten a definitive word. and If you want to say, hey, doctor, client, uh, confidentiality. Fine. OK, well, then you, uh, do you give me the real story? I'm Jason. sorry. I'm going to say, Jason, "Man, he, LeBron's Jason, only playing let me share something with games. you.
1: He probably doesn't really know and even more scary the doctors probably still didn't and especially at that time in San Antonio did not really understand do you know how scary it is to go into the doctor and you say man what what's wrong with me mm-hmm. what's wrong with I'm, I'm coughing I'm whatever I'm sick my knee hurts my elbow hurt. and, he, and the doctor goes ah I don't know I'm not sure and then the, the doctor goes you go and tell the doctor man I did everything you told me and my knee still hurts oh
2: well, I don't know what to tell you just play through it what okay uh that's fair. That's all good and well. But that, that argument falls apart because how often does Kawhi Leonard miss playoff games? Ah, oh, Ryan Hollins, that, that knee that's, oh, it's just degenerative and it, it, something's always wrong. But in the playoffs, his knee never really flares up. Isn't that the exact argument why he isn't okay. soft though? He's trying to be ready for Thank the you. toughest time of the so year. So when, when the chips are down Thank and you, it's Gavin. a tough time. The- uh, Kawhi Leonard says, I will show up every day and be a warrior. But me, during the season, I'm not, uh, I'm me, not going to play in November let me po- and December. Let me post How that is that not Diva behavior?
1: Let me, let me post something to you. Now, uh, now, Jason McIntyre, there's not too many sports that get past you. You know every stat, every player. You don't miss a beat and you're, you are uber, wow, uber informed, kind of uber is. informed. No, no, no. You, I I, a I'm of... a big fan, brother. So there is a point when Toronto And Kawhi Leonard, they were playing Philadelphia, and I I forget which game it was, Mm. but you literally saw Kawhi get to a point where Kawhi, I believe in game five and on after Philly, was literally dragging his leg up and down the court. That you could see Kawhi playing in the NBA Finals and playoffs on one leg. Something happened to where Kawhi's leg went out, and it was even interesting. Remember when he he dunked on Giannis? He dunked on him left-handed. Kawhi Leonard literally ran and jumped off of one leg, palms it with his left hand, and dunks on Giannis onto the cupo. So he did everything that we're talking about on one leg. That can only last for so long. You only want that from Kawhi in an all or nothing type of situation, and you ha- you got to understand. With Kawhi's knee, and I'm not no doctor, I just played the game for 10 years, four in college, four in high school, had knee problems the entire time. It's part of an NBA career. You can see that knee get a certain level of fatigue and not fire and not work the same. I don't know if he's got chondromalacia, which is roughage of the kneecap, which causes causes swelling, whatever it is. Kawhi Leonard does not want to overwork his quad or knee to a certain extent because it will literally give out on
2: him. Okay, so he will overwork it in the playoffs, right? But he won't in the regular season. Interesting. So I don't remember Boy, exactly. is that wrong? What you you say okay. that really open-ended. Okay, is that good. a bad now, statement? Now, now we're getting down to the crux. But let me <laughs> look back at this sixer series when they barely won on that Kawhi prayer shot in the corner. Um he took 39 shots in that game. 41 points. Boy, I'm sure the knee was just killing him. Um, you know, and then the next series, he gets Milwaukee. He got to the line an average of 10 times a game. Boy, I'm sure the knee was just brutal. Oh my gosh. He only averaged 29 and nine. And then in the finals, of course, getting guarded by, you know, Warriors backups and G League guys. Uh, he had a really good series. So (laughs) Warrior tough guy in the playoffs and then regular season. No, I don't win it. So, okay. So here, you guys make some fair points and I don't want to act like I'm going. It is
1: unreal, Gavin. (laughs) It's like you're
2: arguing for, like, guys that only care about going to the Pro Bowl. Like, I'm going to put up these regular seasons. Who cares about the regular season? And Gavin points to a fine thing. If that's the new NBA, hey, man, we care about the playoffs. That's not what we're saying, bro. That's not what we're saying. When LeBron, right now they got a back-to-back this week. LeBron probably ain't playing in both of them. And I am going to the Mavericks-Lakers game on Sunday. Will you be there? Luca's supposed to be back, by the way. I, I don't know. I might be there. okay. I'm not sure. So, I don't. If LeBron starts taking days off, I want the same energy you guys have for defending Kawhi to for to defend LeBron when he takes off a back to back. Stop looking at me like that, bro. I love load okay, management. I just stop wa- looking at me like I love low management. And that goes to all you meatheads out there listening to the Dan Patrick Show. Okay, and you could have come on Twitter and bash LeBron. Keep that same energy for Kawhi because I just feel like it's a double standard. Kawhi has been slammed, and the big slam what?
1: Kawhi has been slammed for load management. Whoa, is that a a, a slammed statement? It,
2: Name the media members who have slammed Kawhi. It just All was a, I hear is the ma- Backman. This is on. a
1: tidal wave of Kawhi Leonard and load management. Kawhi is so quiet. You got to search. They got to dig into the art. They had to find out what happened with Uncle Dennis and his meeting and him to miss a Milwaukee Bucks game early in the season for to, to find anything. The guy gives first, you
2: nothing. First week of the season, he's load management. The
1: guy gives you nothing. Well, I mean, clearly he played into the NBA finals on a bad knee. The guy had to Matt, can the I guy, stop guy had to take his r- knee. <laughs> okay, hold <laughs> on. Can I hear some real facts? Let me. Oh, he's got a bad knee. I mean, me, mean, shucks. I think he I just wants honesty. honesty. Let me ask you something. Yes, I, Gavin, McTier, let right. me ask won you something. Yes, McIntyre. Let me ask you something. Did you see Kawhi Leonard in the NBA playoffs? limping up and down the court yes or no points
2: on the six whoa no no it's a question yes or no was he limping we got to go to break I, I i'm gonna go with no for now but i'm gonna go you on youtube are and a, see if i can find you are a, a man i mean he didn't miss no games if he was so beat up ryan Hollins. he can't sit out of game. it's winner go home no you got seven game series they're up three one three two whatever you sit are, out of game you're
1: something else man
2: <laughs> <laughs> uncle dennis come on come at me bro Here on the Dan Patrick Show, Uh, want to hear something amazing. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically. Dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. It's amazing, so amazing that millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. You get the cash back match and then even more cash to match it. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match. Okay, so a solid 70 minutes on LeBron, Clippers, Lakers. I know that those of you listening in L.A. love this. However, we are a national show. We will be branching out. Because guess what? Ryan Hollins knows how to fix the Dallas Cowboys. Who are going to miss the playoffs. Does it involve keeping Jason Garrett? <laughs> Probably not, but it might. That's next here on the Dan Patrick Show.
0: This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus or text Bet Now to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things US, BetOnline.ag has you covered. Visit BetOnline.ag. And don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life.
1: Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. Back
2: here on the Dan Patrick Show, he's Ryan Hollins, uh, defender of all things Kawhi Leonard. Oh, God. I am Jason McIntyre, I, and I just made—I broke my own rule, Ryan Hollins. Uh, I went on Twitter, and guy coming after me for calling Kawhi a diva. and I'm, I just hope you listen to the whole thing, and not just, you know, 30 seconds. Did uh, he come at you that hard? No, you it's like, pretty I don't, no, I, I, listen, nobody comes. I mean, what's funny, and I know you get this probably more than I do. Online, people will come at you hard as hell in public. I've never had someone come up and never. open with any of this garbage that they have Never, done. No. Never. So like, never. Hey, what's up, man? And then maybe after you talk to the, you know, like I'll be with your, my family and someone will like at a store will, oh, yeah, Jason, I seen you on the herd or whatever. And eventually be like, I can't believe you love so this guy so much. And, uh, okay, we talk about it and whatever. But n- the way people come at you on social media is comical. It's very disappointing. It's disheartening. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, You know, as a parent, and we talked about it a little earlier, you know, I got four kids. And I see some of these young kids just using every obscenity in the book. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Do your parents know what you're doing online? <laughs> and even more frustrating. You know, sometimes there are these young athletes, and you go, "Guys, you know, someone's going to see this. Or if you ever plan on doing anything with your life or or playing anywhere, the first thing that they're going to go to is your social media, yeah. and they see all the nonsense you're doing. Do you see the Jason? We got to do our nonsense, you know, in the confines oh, of our gosh. home. Or with I'm our buddies. glad. I don't know about Nobody. you. I'm
2: glad there was no social media when I was like, oh, in my twenties. Early 20s. Like, I was a mess. I still am kind of a mess. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nuanced. They all are. Yeah, they all are. Um. I love Uncle Dennis, by the let way. Let me just say. I um, wish I had Uncle Dennis. Really? Mm-hmm. But you hmm But you got people in your corner.
1: Yeah, but I could use a Hey, Uncle Dennis, you want to represent me in my next yeah, negotiations? Isn't that just great negotiation tactics? Jay? Yeah, like, give me a house. Hey, hold uh, a, hey let me I throw this out. I jet. How many connections do the Lakers have? I know we don't want to dive in uh,
2: many. It would have been uh, probably more than any team in the league.
1: How easy would it've been for the Lakers to reach out to Jack Nicholson or some billionaire and, and say what hey what happens? Let, let hey, you didn't hear this from us. I know what's good. We'll yeah. deny it, but can Kawhi stay in your, your summer house? Hey, can Kawhi use
2: your your fifth plane? <laughs> can Kawhi like like hey, you didn't hear this from us. And what happens when somebody decides to play Dirty Pool and the Clippers lose out on Kawhi to the Lakers? And they say, well, here's what happened. You know this. Yeah, they just. The, I mean, the, how many times have the Lakers been fired for tampering, which is the dumbest thing ever in the last four years? Everybody tampered. Yeah, Magic Johnson jokes on Jimmy Kimmel about Paul George or whoever. And it's like Lakers fined 500000 for tampering. Yeah, so ridiculous. the Lakers can't do that. They're held to a different standard. You just can't tamper in people's face.
1: Like, you know, like you, like everybody knows it happened, but just don't do it in my face. Don't do it in my
2: face. So do you believe in the NFL Jerry Jones should be tampering? We know he's reaching out to people behind the scenes about Jason Garrett. Cowboys, obviously devastating loss on the road to the Eagles. The offense, which is supposed to be this machine held without a touchdown. I mean, it was embarrassing. I've never been a Dak guy. He didn't look sharp. These receivers dropped like six passes. Cowboys at a crossroads, Ryan Hollins. If you're Jerry Jones, and Jerry Jones was listening to the Dan Patrick show today, is said, like, man, that Ryan Hollins guy is interesting. Let me get his number. Let me text him. And Jerry Jones, the billionaire, says, Ryan, any thoughts on the coaching situation? What do you got? For one, Jerry Jones doesn't want to be his worst enemy.
1: And I say that in a sense. I think that's impossible. <laughs> he's looking, right, right, right? Well, Let me give you a perspective here. He's looking at Dak Prescott, he's looking at Jason Garrett, he's looking at Zeke, Amari Cooper, two of which he didn't pay, one in which he did when we're talking Zeke. Mm -hmm. And he's blaming everybody. What went wrong? What went wrong? I, I, I spent everything. I put it together. We can't get a chance. You went wrong, Jerry Jones. Why? Not only did you jump in and not allow Jason Garrett to do his job to the best of his ability because you are too seen, too heard too vocal in the media about how you want to grade your team. Those are conversations in which should have happened behind closed doors. That's for one. You don't see championship organizations stepping out, owners, and scrutinizing their head coaches after games that win games. That's the first off. Secondly, Jerry Jones, as we look to the future, you have to think if you want to bring in an Urban Meyer, you want to bring in some of these big names as coach you are auditioning for them because right now, Jerry Jones, there's no amount of money. You're going to be able to throw at these guys to step into a situation in which you run them. You micromanage them from afar and you scrutinize them after a game. Because if you disrespect Jason Garrett, when things go wrong and he's supposed to be your guy. And for the most part, he stood by Jason Garrett. He's been a defender of Jason Garrett. If you step up and do that, How do you know that Urban Meyer and a couple of these other coaches aren't going to sit back and say, yo, if I lose a game or two, Jerry, I I don't want to hear you getting at me in the media. How do I know I can trust you? How do I know that I can trust you? How do I know that you're going to allow me to do my job? When you don't pay your quarterback, you put him in a situation, you put your offensive coordinator in a situation and we're talking, uh, we're talking Dallas in which he has to get out of his comfort zone. He's trying to show you that he's something that he's not at this moment in his career. Dak Prescott is not a guy that I'm expecting 300-plus yards from per game. Am I wrong? Well, Am I wrong? Hopefully, uh, right? Well, I wait, you're saying it almost sounds like you think Jerry should have paid Dak. He should have come to an agreement, not a highest-paid quarterback, not something wild, a reasonable agreement. Give me what, what is reasonable. I don't think he's a, a top five. I don't think but he's wins money. I he don't think wanted, he's that.
2: He wanted that.
1: But guess what? I'm sure Dak Prescott is mature and reasonable enough to where he uh. would have come in and you could have settled on a number.
2: <laughs> so the problem, huh? uh, the problem with that is, Dak was making, because he was a mid round pick, like five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars a year. And so he's saying, y'all had me on the discount for a minute, and we went to the playoffs. Um, it's time to pay up. And I want thirty plus million. Mm. And that's what he said in the preseason. You look at all the metrics, the numbers, the advanced stats. He's an average quarterback in a fifteen to twenty two range. That ain't thirty million dollars. So then Dak comes out and really screws Jerry by torching the league for the first three games against bad teams. And then his price went up. It's like you, Ryan Hollins. You go out on a 10-day contract with somebody. You look awesome. And you're like, whoa, okay. So we're going to sign him for the rest of the year. You play great. I I need big money. I I need to get paid. You had a chance earlier to sign me. And it feels like Jerry kind of might have screwed that up. I wouldn't pay Dak.
1: You got a franchise Let me throw this to you, too. You can obviously franchise tag him, which I think is a poor move for your quarterback because if he's not right, the rest of the team is not right. And I don't want to say that Dak Prescott handled the situation poorly or he hadn't been mature or hadn't brought his leadership to the table. But I know there's a certain, uh, there's just, you're just comfortable when you're paid. I remember after I played for Dallas, I was a free agent and Minnesota offered me $7 million a year. No, not no, a okay, year. Was it was say. for it was for three years, right? Seven mil, okay. And my mindset, you see all these other NBA guys getting paid, you see big money, max contract, $100 million, $50 million, 60 like, million to Samuel Dalamary was making fifty million dollars. And I was like, Man, I want more money than that. I want that like, you know, I'm naive. I'm in my own head going to. and guess what? After I sat on it and me and my agent talked, we go, Man, dude, you got an opportunity to make more money than you've ever made in your life. Uh oh. You got it. You know what I'm saying. So yep. that seven million dollars ain't something I was about to pass up on. So what happened? Oh, obviously I took
2: it. I okay, played for okay. the Minnesota <laughs> on Denver. We're not. We're not I a say, now. I was gonna say, but
1: but I say that to, when I bring up Dak. Dak, you may have felt like you were much more, but if the reasonable offer had have been put out, and it had have been driven home, I cannot see. And forgive me, maybe I'm wrong. Dak Prescott ultimately just walking or you should have been banging his door. down. come on, Dak. Come on, Dak. Come on, Dak. You guys, it's your job as a owner, negotiator, whatever it may be, to come to terms with it. And maybe it's you not paying Zeke in the middle linebacker Ooh. and everybody else, everybody else before Dak. Because now he's looking at them and going, man, you got the money, dog. You got the money. So you clearly don't believe in me. You don't believe in me. So now you're in a situation you're better off just moving on.
2: You're better off moving on. <laughs> Come on man. So So okay, so Ryan, so we we both agree on Dak, but I don't know if but that's I heard true. Your, the,
1: that's excuse me. Uh, poor, maybe poor word. the rest of your team is in a bad place okay, because of it, right? Just
2: nevertheless, it came down to one game. You beat the Eagles, you're in the playoffs. You already squashed them earlier in the year. Come out totally flat, fall behind instantly. Usually that's on the coach, right? The team's not prepared, doesn't Agreed. have a great game plan or whatever. Agreed. You lose the they special team. Against, against, against so many good teams. Lost to my Jets, um, who were not very good this year. And I don't know. I, I just feel like you're not going to be able to do, like you said, Jerry Jones wants somebody he can control. So just a quick history of Jerry Jones wins with Jimmy Johnson. He could not control Jimmy Johnson wins with Barry Switzer. He could not control Barry Switzer. So Jerry wanted more credit than his coaches. All so right. what does he do? He goes out and gets Chan Gailey, Dave Campo. Then he's like, no, 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 I need to get a, I, uh, we need to get back to our winning ways. Bill Parcells, Bill Parcells are the end. Bill Parcells like, oh, Bill Parcells hangs out a couple years out. And then the last two coaches are Wade Phillips, who he could be his puppet, didn't win squat, Jason Garrett. Puppet, but not winning. So at this stage, Jerry Jones, billionaire, he's about to 80, close to 80 years old. Do you believe he will put his ego aside and say, okay, I need to go get the best man for the job? Even if that means I can't go talk to the media after games, Mm. I can't call into radio shows. Jerry Jones does like that. Can he put his ego aside at 80 years old?
1: Man, he's not going to have a choice. (laughs) Because ultimately,
2: who's going to tell him to do that? You got he owns a damn team.
1: Uh, hey, man. Jerry, in a, in, in a lot of these owners fall into these situations. It's not just football. Uh, happens a lot in basketball and baseball, too. You can't fall in love with the guy that you like, and it's better as an owner for you not to be seen. Now, I understand I the only owner in which it actually works for, and I'm going to credit him, uh, one of my former owners and bosses, that we talked about him earlier, Mark Cuban. Mm. Mark Cuban taught himself the game of basketball. Mark Cuban went from just a fan of the game to actually sitting down, watching film, watching tape, watching games from an analytical standpoint to learn basketball so that when Mark Cuban steps in to say who he wants signed, who he wants in the team, and how it's going to work out, Mark is actually very more knowledgeable. Is that too hands hands-on, though?
2: Was he watching
1: tape with the players? Mark stepped back. No, no, not with the players okay. himself. Okay. Mark's, Mark, Mark Cuban stepped back, and he has a trust within Rick Carlisle. They have a good working relationship, and obviously Rick Carlisle overachieved at the position. But Mark Cuban, when he puts his stamp on how he wants to see things run, he actually knows what he's talking about now. See, when he had Avery Avery Johnson, he micromanaged Avery. Literally during the game, and I don't know if you know this, during the games, and this was before I was there, I came the year after, Avery Johnson would be on the bench and he'd be coaching and he would get these little note cards oh, placed God. to him from Mark Cuban and said hey you know put put Dampier back in the game for this many minutes hey Michael Finley's not getting the ball run run some plays for and Mark Cuban would be coaching or putting little it didn't work like that hell no in order it. Nor didn't Okay. And Avery Bradley, excuse me, Avery, Avery Johnson had a tough time coaching the Dallas Mayor. Jerry Jones, now obviously, I don't believe he's sending no cards down, but when you, he doesn't you have, to, he talks to media enough. When you have your entire team on a tryout and you That's, have an opportunity be to be good. Super Bowl contenders, this is where, let's compare this. Compare the Dallas Cowboys to the Rams. Now the Rams went out and grossly overpaid for their guys. They had a stud, young coach, Sean McVay. And it worked out, but guess what? They paid their guys and they're comfortable. They didn't win a Super Bowl, but they got to a Super Bowl. Dallas Cowboys. Everybody's uncomfortable. Yeah, they played
2: it, uncomfortable. Jay. It, I, there's no way Jerry's stepping back. There's no way I, he's just not going to. Well, there's no out way Jerry's the winning. There's, there's no way there. he's winning. I'm just. We got to go to break here. I'm going to give you two two names, guys. Mm. College football coaches, because I do believe Jerry. I don't think he's getting Urban Meyer. Okay, you you've been at FS1 a couple of times. Urban Meyer's over there. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say he ain't getting Urban Meyer. You gonna have okay? to pay for him. He, Urban, That's the best I thing
1: Urban's showing him. I
2: don't need you, well, dog. You want a, you want a ten year, one hundred million dollar yeah. job? Like uh, <laughs> what's his? Gruden. I'll give you two names. I believe one of these two will be the next Cowboys coach. Ooh. Matt Rule of Baylor. Mm. He has done really good things at Temple and now Baylor. And the other guy's Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Now, these, I know what you're going to think. Wait, these these guys haven't accomplished enough. They're at the point where I think they would make the leap because they've kind of maxed out their programs, Baylor and Iowa State, and they're two young disciplinarians, smart, can reach out to the uh, millennial athlete. I think one of those two guys, Rule or Campbell, will be the next Cowboys coach. All right, coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. Ryan Hollins, UCLA Bruin, great. Um, college football playoff is Saturday. Is UCLA in that? I'm, I'm, are they in this? That's show? what we're doing? <laughs> Go! <laughs> Yo! Well, listen, I'm a Chip Kelly guy. That's what we're doing! Chip, uh, listen, I graduated from James Madison University. They are in the championship game. I'm pretty sure. What do, cl- do you finals. claim as a real school, though? Who do you claim? Oh, what a real
1: school! Like, there's no way. Real school.
2: Normally, like the
1: smaller school guys always claim, like, well, oh, I, I'm a I, I'm a SC guy, well, I'm a UCLA I, guy. Like who I went do you to claim? Virginia
2: Tech for two years. Um, so uh, you know, I, I I like Virginia Tech and root for them, but I'm an East Coast guy. I just got out here to the West Coast three years ago to do. Who FS4 do you really
1: claim root? as a school? If you I were just, walking around your school with another school's, you know. Shirt on. Or no, whatever. I don't do that.
2: Call- I only wear JMU gear. And I'll, listen, it's a good talking point for the ladies because a lot of the ladies know JMU. Big school in <laughs> oh, Virginia. Why you use it's that voice? UVA. Why you use that voice? I thought it was a little, uh, a little suave and cool. Ladies. Oh, my God. Uh, Dan Patrick Show. He's Ryan Hollins. I'm Jason McIntyre. So we are going to do a little college football playoff. I don't know if you guys have seen the lines uh, for this game. Uh, kind of interesting stuff happening here. And there is a big injury you've got to monitor. So we'll do college football playoff next here on the Dan Patrick Show.
0: Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com clicking on the support this podcast button and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible thank you for downloading subscribing and of course supporting and now back to the show five hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life and now it comes in two great tropical flavors strawberry banana and tropical burst they're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both. Then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. how much fun it's gonna be Back here on the
2: Dan Patrick Show.
0: This Christmas, fireside Want to hear
2: something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash match. Ryan Hollins, have you seen Rise of the Skywalker yet? I have not. Are you a Star Wars guy? I'm
1: absolutely a Star Wars guy. Oh is, my this goodness. is on a top of my list. Jeez.
2: Have you seen it? Rearrange your priorities. Yeah, I saw it opening night with my eight-year-old. Like that? Oh, yeah. Because we've got been waiting tickets. on this for a while. Yeah, I, I, I They've mean. They've been teasing us for a while, it's an right? an awesome movie. And you know what I loved is the synergy. I think it was TBS or TNT. One of those did a uh, Star Wars marathon last weekend. So yeah. then you come out of Rise of the Skywalker, and you're like, oh, let me catch up on Rogue One and all these other ones. Yeah. Have you been watching The Mandalorian? Now, listen, I have not. But I just got Disney Plus. Two days ago, Gavin, a producer here, uh, told me, Jake, you gotta get Disney Plus, Mandalorian. So I got it, like, heavily discounted on Christmas Eve, just so the kids could watch Home Alone. Uh, And then I see Mandalorian. So as soon as uh, I get some free time, next few days, I'm gonna watch it. I didn't really
1: know what it was. I don't know what it it is. And then I started watching it. Spoilers, good. But it's, it's crazy. Okay. It's it's like, it's kind of like, yo, like, do I, I get to watch this at home. Like this is kind of good. Like, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is
2: like too good. Like, how much did y'all budget for this? I I, uh, I, I don't know if the Dan Patrick crowd is into Star Wars. What's your guess on that, Gavin? Dan Patrick show. I mean, I've hosted Dan Patrick probably I think a dozen they're times. An original
1: trilogy group. I think they're you know
2: some yeah. throwback like. You know, I, I just—I wonder if they're going to blow up my Instagram inbox. If yeah. someone
1: can hear you nerd out about LeBron James, they—they're definitely in in the in, the, <laughs> in, the, in, the, Star in the Star Wars.
2: Okay, all right. What about the college football playoff? What's your interest <laughs> level for that, Ryan Hollins, on Saturday? I, I need you to get me up to date. Oh, geez. I,
1: I But listen, listen, it's pretty hard for us UCLA Bruins. We we haven't played football in Westwood for a long time. By the way, US, USC is garbage. It's normal, but ultimately, you we know, don't. You, you know, it's tough. I'm a West Coast guy, man.
2: Yeah, I'm a West Coast guy. Here's how I realized the college football playoff was not big out here in LA. So I had a weekly Monday pickup basketball game. Okay, and the what National position Chief- do you play? I'm a one or two at my job. know, <laughs> is Iggy allowed in your pickup He doesn't game? play in the game. He just goes up and shoots up there. Um Curry was up in there recently. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see the picture I got with him talking to him about uh NBA action while moms came up for uh, selfies. It was a line basically. Curry, great guy. Um I'm just going to pretend he didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, you know, we're the Monday pickup basketball game and I'm like, "Oh guys, I only got time for one game today. I got to go watch the National Championship." And all these guys are young, you know, maybe from like 25 to 50, 55. And they're like, what game? I'm like, Clemson, Alabama, the national championship. They're like, oh, I'll get home for the second half. Like the people out here just aren't that big on it. Now, East Coast, I grew up on the East Coast. And Ryan, I mean, like football is huge. All these college football playoff games, national championship. But, nobody's missing to play pick up basketball.
1: But here's why. We have not had a representative on a national level mm-hmm. in so long, I and think not Mariotta just Mariota was the last and we're, one? And, we're, and we're and we're stuck because listen, there's USC, there's Oregon who who pop in and out, and they they weren't what they thought. We beat each other up, we shot ourselves in the foot uh, by Oregon and not winning, and then you know Fresno State like a long time ago used to you know kind of be good. So we haven't had representation. That's that that's why it's tough on the West Coast and that's why USC football was so popular. So when USC went away it's kind of like who do we cheer for? Even as a UCLA guy, it was it was just nice to see a Pac-10 at
2: the time and Pac-12 representative in those big games. No Pac-12 again this year. It is the first game is Oklahoma LSU. Uh the spread has been interesting. Do you gamble at all, Ryan Hollins? No, I don't. Interesting? Um you gamble? I do. Like, actively. I do. I can see that from you. Cause you probably win, don't you?
1: You win, don't you? I, I,
2: I, listen, yeah, you I do. had a tough year in college football. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but anyways, so the spread opened at about nine or 10, ballooned up to 14 and a half, two touchdowns. Now it's back to 13 and a half. The big injury is the LSU running back. Um, Numbers, he's number 22. He reminds me of Doug Martin. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. Oh, the last name. Maybe Gavin will call it up here, but he's got a, he's got an injured injury and he's been massive out of the backfield running the football. Um, I just, I would take Oklahoma here getting two touchdowns because LSU's never been to this spot. Oklahoma has been here with Baker Mayfield, et cetera. And I think a late touchdown, they lose by 13, they cover. Uh, the other game Mm. is the big one. Clemson, Ohio State. Any lean there? Clemson. Yeah. Clemson. Here's the only, you here's go the and, come only on, problem, Gavin. I know you're on Clemson. I I, I talked to Colin Cowherd a lot. He is on Clemson as well. I haven't heard one person say they're on Ohio State, and that's what scares me. Because, Ryan, you know this about gambling. If everybody in the world is on one side, that means Vegas needs the other side. Who wins more, Joe Public or Las Vegas? Ooh. Las Vegas. They built casinos in the desert. Vegas, so man. that scares me a little bit because I like Clemson a lot here. Uh, Gavin, you got to, are you on Clemson as Yeah,
1: well? absolutely. They've been amazing all season, especially covering major spreads, 20 time. plus points, 30 sometimes.
2: So that is Saturday. Uh, it's a good, good, two, couple good games on Saturday. Um, and then the NFL Sunday. I, I gotta say, uh, listen, we're heading into hour number three here and we're going to go jump back to the NBA. So the NBA really pops on Christmas Day, right? You could argue that's the beginning of it's the, the NBA season. the beginning of the season, yeah. I'm seeing reports now, as we have the TVs on here in the studio, that LeBron may miss some time after yesterday's game. How much should LeBron load manage? Should we have him take a week off? Should we just have him not do back-to-backs? I need a plan going forward for LeBron because, listen, if LeBron ain't going to be healthy come May and June, we know they're not beating the Clippers. Are you pro-load management for LeBron James? I am so,
1: so, so pro-load management LeBron James. That's what I like to hear. And there are a million reasons why. Yes. A million reasons oh, why. Do you want, you want to the know them? you yeah, want to know
2: yeah. Oh, next hour we'll do that. Coming up next, Ryan Hollins and myself, Jason McIntyre, in for Dan Patrick and the Danettes. LeBron, buddy, it's time to load manage.